my newest sponsor is Somewhere in Clothing. It was founded by my, my friend Vanessa because she wanted to combine her loves of photography, which she's amazing at, and her styling skills, because she pretty much wears graphic shirts every day, but she didn't find anything that stood out to her. So the brand is for the person who likes to travel and explore, the person who enjoys learning and finding local gems in their community, and for the person that likes seeing the world in a different view. The brand aspires to be the newest version of streetwear with modern photography while showcasing non-touristy locations. Their website is somewhereinclothing.com. You can get them on Instagram, on Somewhere in Clothing. I'm sure they're on Facebook. They have awesome stuff from pins to t-shirts to backpacks to fanny packs to totes. Just amazing stuff. So go support them again, Somewhere in Clothing, from right here in San Antonio. Glad to partner with them. On the patio, whoa, on the patio. Welcome to episode, shit, I don't know, of the quarantine episode series from Somewhere on the Spectrum. Um, I am recording in my bedroom on AirPods, so if the sound quality is not great, that's because it's bouncing off of everything, because Geekdom is still closed, hell, so is everything else, and so I can't go in and record anywhere but uh, through the Anchor app, so uh, thank you for listening, today on this episode, I got two guests, not one, but two guests, it's my friend Claudia Renee Gonzalez, she is a trumpeter, the social media person she is a composer she plays in the incredible mariachi las Ateñas, which is an all-female mariachi group here in san antonio they have an album out right now you can find it on apple music i'm sure on spotify but for sure on apple music um, she's an amazing person i love chatting with her and uh also joined today by my really good friend caesar and caesar uh, is a fascinating dude. Um, I think I knew very little about his personal life before this interview or conversation, rather. And um, turns out Caesar studied genetics and uh, biochemistry. And so we talked a little bit about uh, what he's doing to help with the COVID nineteen crisis, uh, the pandemic, and. Um, all the different things he's been involved with, involved with in his life, from gosh, like owning a gym, to improv and comedy, to science multiple times. It's a very fascinating conversation. So I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for sticking with me through this crazy time. I hope you're all safe. Just so you all know, my family's safe. We good. Family in Italy's good. Everybody's good. I love all of you. Stay inside, stay safe. Enjoy the episode. Hello. Hello, Caesar. Hello, John. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing swell. Thank you for asking. We are waiting on the Claudia. Love it. <laughs> the iCloudia backup. The iCloudia backup. Where is she? This is what happened last night when we were playing poker. 
It took okay. her forever, forever to get online. Classic. I miss you, buddy. How are things? Uh, things are good. They're chill. Um, enjoying staying home, doing nothing, of course. <laughs> so, been doing a lot of cooking, a lot of walking. So, actually, getting healthier with this quarantine in place. So that's good. Yeah. I feel like I'm putting on a quarantine thirty. Ooh. Oh, no, it's not good. Hello, Claudia. Testing. I'm here. Caesar, are you there? Yes, yes, I'm here. Hi, right. can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Hi, Tu. Hi, Ta. And we're Tuta. <laughs> Welcome to Tu and Taz. <laughs> oh, my God. Am you... I on your podcast now? <laughs> no, sorry. Just, <laughs> just a formality for us. Yes. I love that. We Wait. have so much chaotic synergy. It's the best. Yeah. How did this happen? What is Tu and Ta? Okay, uh, I'll take this one. Please uh, take it. So, um, uh, one day he had said, uh, tu también, and we shortened it to tuta. And oh, then nice. we met this guy, and his first name was tu, and his last name was ta. What? Yeah, like, like on the same day or like the next day. It's oh, that was meant um, to be. We were literally exactly. dying. It was. It, we were like, oh, my, yeah. So. That's awesome. So now every time we see each other, it's hey, do, hey, da. Hey, da. That's but way it, uh, cuter it, than me have, and my best friend. And like, we literally <laughs> have an imaginary podcast. Like, hi, I'm Do, and this is Da, and welcome to our podcast. It's yeah, pretend. It's, but there's like, it's not, not actually a podcast. I mean, you so. got a shot at it now. I feel like you're in it. <laughs> I feel like right now you're giving it a shot and I say go for it. <laughs> yeah, my best friend is uh when we were in college, he was the brains and I was the mouth, which is way less uh interesting and a little bit more sexual. <laughs> but, I don't know who would be the brains and the mouth. I think we both have a little bit of both. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Carlos is a lot more measured than me. Uh, and has a filter, and usually has to try to restrain me. So he's definitely the brains, and I definitely can't shut up. So, dude, how have you been enjoying your uh, your um, your uh, your quarantine? Now that we're in quarantine, quarantine special number four. Ooh, it's an honor. Just want to start by saying that. What Definitely. to to be here? To where yes, we are? under any circumstance. Yes. Oh, I love you. I know you did tell me one time if you, if I ever wanted people to come in and sit in and listen to the podcast, you would listen. Oh, yeah. I was like, why don't you just come on the podcast, silly? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so, what have you been doing, Claudia? Um, so I've just been here. It's myself and Chris and our two dogs. Um, so before everything closed down, like before we were told to work from home. And before, like, the uh, citywide stay-at-home order was put out, I actually went on vacation for a week. Yeah, so I I took, like, a vacation. Like, it was my birthday at the beginning of the month, of March. Um, So I took that week off, and then, like, we went out on my birthday. I remember, like, we went to um, the Strip. And, like, with no worries, like, that wasn't even a thing. And then by the end of that week, 
we it had like, received notice. Yeah, we had received notice, like, don't go back to work. Um, Chris is a teacher, and they told him, you're getting an extra week of spring break. Um, so we didn't leave that whole week. Like, we went out, and then we just chilled for a week. Um, and so uh, I, I've been, like, in my house since the beginning of March. So I, I, I feel like I have a, been in here for a year already. Just leaving oh for like groceries. It's crazy. So I'm glad this is not a video podcast because I'm looking a little rat. Shit. I haven't shaved <laughs> in a, a long time. You saw me last night. <laughs> yeah, Cloudy and I and a few friends played poker for five hours last night. It was so night. fun. It was so fun. It was so fun. I'm so tired. <sighs> I stayed up yeah, super, 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 super late. I don't get to sleep in. I told Caesar playing poker is not that hard, right, Caesar? No, it's not. Caesar, what have you been doing? Well, um, similar like Claudia, um, I've been in my home since the beginning of March, so it's four weeks strong. It's been um, a wonderful time. So I don't know if you knew about this about me, John, but I have a degree in biochemistry and genetics, and actually worked in a biosafety level three lab before what? my current job. Yeah. So no, 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 I did not know that about you. Uh, I've worn many hats, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah. My scientist is definitely one of them. So I've been following this whole COVID-19 since it came out back in like December. Right. And I don't know if you remember, I also used to own a business. I used to own a gym. So I always buy yes. in bulk. So literally the day before it was officially announced a pandemic, I went grocery shopping and I, I'm more, I'm an introvert. I hate people. So usually I buy <laughs> stuff for like six months in advance. Um, so I have everything I need. I haven't needed to leave the house at all. Just cooking and I have enough everything. Not because I'm a doomsday prepper. It's just how I operate normally. So it's been pretty stress-free. I feel like the doomsday preppers are laughing at us right now. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. The doomsday preppers are like, we good for five years. Yeah, they, yeah, got, like, they got my bunkers you. and my gun. Oh, no. Yeah, the whole crazy people. Yeah, for sure. Like, I've never wanted to own a farm until now. You know right? what I mean? Where I could, like, go outside on my land and be my... like, fuck you, fuck you people, I'm good. Yeah. My mom, I FaceTimed her, and they live back in California. And where we live is, like, where all of the produce comes from. So they're back oh, yeah. there. They've got, like, my mom's like, oh, yeah, we harvested, um like, 200 lemons, like, why? Damn. Why? <laughs> what are you gonna do with so many? Uh, margaritas, duh. You need lime for yeah. that. Uh, hello. Lemonade. Lots of lemonade. Lots of so lemonade. much lemonade. Right. Oh, um, so yeah. So, so much I have, lemonade. So the whole yeah. thing were like, oh, please wash your hands and wear masks. I was like, yeah, I got this. Like the whole like PPE or like stay clean because I did work with some pretty like nasty. Did you say PPE? Uh, PPE, protective, oh. protective I, equipment. I heard My bad. I heard PP and I was like, what do you, you know? You what? People hear Pause. what they want. It was a Freudian slip. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's been, it's been chill. Um, I've been walking a lot, exercising, eating healthier. Um, I'm ready. Uh, I'm very domesticated. I'm, I'm good to go. Ready to get married. I love it. <laughs> can I, can Caesar, can you talk about um, your 3D printer? Cause I think that's like the coolest thing that you're doing right now. Oh yeah. Oh, please. So, uh, yes, many hats. Hello, hi. Uh, so the other hat I wear, um, I like to design and I have, I actually bought a 3D printer a while back because I wanted to get into producing like pins and keychains and just see what I could do with it. 
um, but I was actually able to join some online uh, teams across the world to help 3D print valves and other stuff for medical supplies that are in shortage across the world. So what? I'm on a design team for uh, an Irish team, and then I'm on a printing or production team for a team in Italy where we you know, ship some stuff out to them to help them create stuff to facilitate and aid in the fight against COVID-19. Yay. That's incredible. Yeah, so I chilled. The printer's going like printing. Yeah, because they take they take a long time to print just one thing, right? Well, it depends. Like if I print ten at a time, it'll be about twelve hours. But yeah, it's just it's on autopilot at this point, so it's it's chill. So how do you get the materials for that then? Oh, uh, Amazon. So you just order the right filament that that they want or need, and you calibrate the machine to the right spec. So. It heats at the right temperature and melts properly, and then once it's done, send it out. That's um, incredible. I've been, I've been watching tutorials recently on YouTube on how to 3D print masks for people here, and so that'll be my next project since we might be asked to wear those in the near future. So We'll, we'll were see. asked as of yesterday. The CDC recommended yesterday uh, okay. that everybody uh, who goes in public wear some sort of mask. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah, that's what I'm working on. Yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, a friend of mine, uh, Jessica, shout out Jessica. She and her wife, Anne, like, they're kind of like you. They build and make everything. It's incredible. And um, she posted, she showed something on Instagram about masks. And I was just like, dude, that's super rad. And she was like, would you like one? And I was like, yeah, how much? She was like, no, I'm not charging for anything. And I was like, what? Dope. And so she's making masks for the kids and I and Danielle. And awesome. um, yeah, she was like, I can't bring them to you. And I was like, well, no. She was like, so I'll put them on my front doorstep when they're ready and you can come get them. I was like, hell yeah. Like they in the last month have built a gazebo in their backyard. So they Ooh. can just like chill in the backyard. Um, her wife, Anne was on one of my, uh, earlier episodes. Uh, they're such a cool couple and they do amazing things. And I guess they've had a huge amount of, uh, people ask about making masks. And so she's just making them for free for people. And, uh, I think that's amazing. Um, I am, uh, not making anything because I don't (laughs) know how to make things besides food. And so my uh, my time has been spent, well, I mean, I'm working, so I'm working from home 40 hours a week, while Danielle works from home 40 hours a week, and then the kids are going to school from home. And so our time is, in the last three weeks has just been, how the hell do we organize all of this and yeah. not lose our minds? Mm-hmm. And luckily, I'm married to like the queen of scheduling, nice. <laughs> and so the kids are doing just fine, but a lot of the software stuff for their school, like their school's done really well with this, but a lot of the software stuff has been really buggy. And so like Michaela first gen, she took a science test and it said she got a zero. And I was like, there's no way she got a zero. Cause I saw her study. And then, so the teacher was like, I know. Right. And so then the teacher was like, it's okay. Just I'll reset it. Let her try it tomorrow. I was like, okay. And then she got a zero again. And this was a test. And so I emailed the teacher. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. She's like, let me look into it. And she's like, oh yeah, it says she did the test in one minute. 
and got everything wrong. I was like, well, that's obviously not possible. So we had to reach out to the software company and they're trying to fix a bug in the software before she can go back and take it again. And it's just, yeah. Whereas second gen, she's just chilling. Like she's like the (laughs) least bothered by anything child. She's just like, She's not the best at focusing, but she just la di das everything. Everything's la di da. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, the girls have been riding bikes, and uh, I have a bike now too. Uh, so shout out to Caitlin, my friend Caitlin, who sold us bikes before we knew all this stuff was going to go down. Nice. So all four of us have bikes. So I would like to say I've been biking as much as them, but that is surely not the case. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, working from home kind of, it's not my favorite thing. I'm a bit of a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I am not enjoying this part of it, especially since I just started a new job. So, like, I was maybe four weeks, three, three weeks in yeah. to the new job. And then all of my tasks changed and I was working from home. Like, so I was, like, thrown into the fire taken out of the fire and then thrown into another fire and uh so but it's all right we're chilling i bought a desk to sit at which was properly uh promptly commandeered by first gen nice so i was sitting in my backyard working (laughs) at a desk and uh and then just cooking like a lot a lot a lot so what's been your favorite thing to cook so far oh man uh, I made a, like a, a a green soup, like a, a spinach and broccoli and cucumber soup, Ooh. cold Ooh. soup that was really good. And I got some grated Oaxaca and put that on top. Yeah, some girl. olive oil. Yes, girl. Mm. So <laughs> delicious, so good with some coconut oil, and uh, that's been a big hit. I started making beef and broccoli. Like I got flank steak and made beef and broccoli. That was That's good. My favorite thing to make is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really dope. Um, I've been cooking a lot too, and I think the one thing I accidentally discovered uh, was how to make uh, Thai like beef soup or not beef Thai like vegetable soup. Uh, so the, Ooh, dope. the, the mm. Thai restaurant out here on Alamo Ranch by uh, they have the really good appetizer soup. And I just had a bunch of like random vegetables, like some celery, carrots, and some cilantro, and some onion from the taquitos I made the night before. Mm. They were all together, and oh my god, it is my favorite like vegetable vegetable stock. And I've been making it nonstop since. It's been phenomenal. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna make chicken noodle soup tomorrow. Mm. I've never made it, but I just gotta do something else. <laughs> so my sister-in-law has a subscription to Butcher Box, and I guess she had a bunch yeah. of like leftover meat that was frozen so she just like dropped it off in our in our driveway and we went and got it It was all chicken wings pretty much but it was i've been like grilling chicken wings but then last night i was doing some chicken thighs on the grill and my grill caught on fire i have a gas grill so that's not good i started a grease fire the other day too oh shit (laughs) yeah like a legitimate one and i couldn't stop laughing because i was so like nervous about it um but so I feel you on the yeah house down during quarantine vibes. Yeah, I was like, so what are we gonna order for dinner? Because everything else is uh, <laughs> everything else is spoken for for this week. So yeah, 
I went and picked up. I uh, ordered some like supplies, not supplies, but like milk and <clears throat> a few things from Whole Foods. That's actually been amazing because HEB right now you oh, can't yeah. like HEB's curbside is. I, I think I checked on the first, and like the next pickup date was April thirteenth. Oh yeah. Yeah, that I, I'm in the total same boat. I was like, let me just get a few things. I can wait like four days. No, it was like two, two weeks. Whole and then Foods though through Prime that, now. I've been delivering like the next day. They've been picking. I can do a pickup the next day. It's obviously a little bit more expensive, and some yeah. things are a lot more expensive. But I've been able to pick it up the next day. But um, we drink a lot of sparkling water in my house, and I can't get sparkling water anywhere so i had to like oh. order from three different places online to get sparkling water because i'm bougie like that are you a topo chico guy no i'm uh i like topo chico a lot it's just too expensive so i buy the cheap yeah. like agb unflavored yeah. um but i couldn't get that and so this morning i had ordered a bunch of waterloo sparkling water from whole foods and when i picked it up they were out uh. so i ordered like a bunch from Amazon and a bunch of different places to just trying to procure some sparkling water for my house because we all drink sparkling water. <laughs> so <clears throat> other than that, you know, I've just been, uh, yeah, I've been staying up late, like way too late, really, because my mom is seven hours ahead and she's in Italy. So um, they're surprisingly good. Um my grandfather is 91. He's got a bit of dementia. And so he doesn't leave the house. And he had a caretaker. But from the moment, basically, that um, that this all went down, my mom sent his caretaker on vacation. Because Italy's health system is so good that even people who are caretakers at people's homes get two months of vacation. Oh, cool. So she basically gave this caretaker two months of vacation and was like, just go, get out. And uh, so it's just been the two of them. My mom's working from home and uh, going nuts because she is even more of a social butterfly than me. So she's out with friends having dinner, you know, a couple times a week and now can't do any of that. So she's going nuts. But they're healthy and they're fine and they're able to get the things they need. They're just... They're in the epicenter. Well, what was the epicenter? Now that's New York City. And uh, so, yeah, I haven't been getting as much sleep as I wanted to be wanted to, to be getting. But I'll, uh, I'm going to fix that this week because, Jesus, I'm tired. I am tired. What have you guys been watching? Anybody watching a bunch of stuff? Tu, do you want to go first? Come on, Tu. Oh, they be loser. Dude, where you been? All right, Ta, where you been? <laughs> We've right. been watching. <laughs> we lost her. That's we fine. lost her. How That's alright. She'll come back. All right. Um. Yeah. So as far as watching stuff, I really haven't done much. So even before this Good. whole, I've never really been a TV movie kind of guy. Like, uh, my roommates have. You know, Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix. Actually, I lied. Okay, yes, I've been watching stuff. I forgot Hulu. <laughs> Hulu's Hulu. my bay. Hulu's your bay? Yes. Um, I've been watching Manifest. It's on season two. Have you heard of that show? I don't know what that is, but I'm down. So it is in uh, one of the networks. And basically, it's this plane that takes off from Jamaica back to the States. And it disappears. And then it, there's a thunderstorm. And they land. And then it's been five years later. So 
What? It's been uh, kind of crazy with the time skip. Like the like one of the passengers has a twin sister, but she's aged and he's still a little kid. And there's all this family drama, um, trying to catch up. You know, five years of their lives. You know, people that were engaged no longer engaged because they thought they were dead. Um, and it's been really cool. Then they put a little supernatural twist on it where they get these things called callings Ooh. that tell them to help people in distress. So it's pretty chill, pretty cool. It's been very interesting. Uh, the other show that I've been hands down into was uh, Dave. Oh, have you heard of that one? Yeah, I have. I haven't watched it yet. That's Lil Dicky's show, right? Mm-hmm. I'm back, by the way. <laughs> it is yeah, legit. no, we, we lost you there. Yeah. What happened? It, it just cut out. Uh, I, was, Ooh, I got off back? of my Wi-Fi because uh, I was having some Wi-Fi issues yesterday, so... Hoping it's not the same thing again because that was pretty shady. Okay, continue, continue, Dave, Dave. The Rona got her. The Rona got her. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. You good? Oh. <laughs> so tell me about Dave. I, like, I like him. I don't know. I'm not a pu- I, I'm a big rap fan, but I'm not a huge rap like fan of his rap. Mm-hmm. But I know he's. I've seen a couple of interviews with him. He's very funny, and so. Like- How's the show? Uh, the show's pretty great. I mean, it's basically his story about how he got to where he got, essentially. Um, and what I loved about it that I noticed this last episode I saw was a bunch of the people are just playing themselves. Like, it's not like actors portraying his crew or his family. Like, it's literally just like a recreation of what the steps he took to make it to where he is. So, very funny. Um, yeah. Definitely would recommend. And it's 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 very it's it's good turn off your brain and enjoy the moment fun okay nice that sounds cool yeah i i'm with you caesar like i i watch a lot of content on youtube just like but i i don't have a lot of shows that i watch and like the shows that i watch are intense so i like um billions and i like succession like anything with like really quality acting and writing i'm in on um, I don't like a lot of sitcoms and things like that. I, I like acting and actors. And so I usually like stuff like that. Like Paul Giamatti and Billions is like my everything. Um, I love him. He's just next level stuff. Um, I found out that he likes to go uh, when he's in London doing shows. He will go and sit in on trials in England. Mm-hmm. And like, just sit in the audience. I guess you should say the in the like in the back of the courthouse and listen to like murder trials. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Because he thinks it's a good, like, a, like the purest way possible um, to people watch. Yeah. And so I'm fascinated by him. So I love, love, love his stuff. But um, a lot of the stuff I watch on YouTube is not, you know, not updating right now, and so. Um, I get pretty bored with it, and so, and I'm a big basketball fan, and I have no basketball right now. Yeah, which sucks. But um, uh, so yeah, I I wish I could say I've been reading a lot, but I haven't. Um, I did start to listen to a book again that I read last year called "Talking with Strangers" or "Talking to Strangers" by Malcolm Gladwell, which I highly recommend. It's amazing. Yeah. And the book, the audiobook, he actually records it, recorded it like a podcast. 
And so it um, has a theme song from Janelle Monae. Ooh. Ooh, nice. I love uh, her. Called Hell You Talking About, which is really good. And uh, anytime he's uh, referring to something that somebody said or quoting somebody, it's actually them speaking or an actor's rep- re- rep- re- uh, reenactment of it. So kind of like drunk history. Yes, yes, but like super serious stuff. It's really good. And it's, um, his audiobook did so well at one point, and he sells millions of books, but at one point, his audiobook was outselling his actual physical book, (laughs) which had never happened before. And so um, I've been doing that. Um, I I don't know. Is anybody watching the news? Yeah. I mean, I get most of my news from Twitter, honestly. I feel like that's sure, the least same. Quiet, uh, source. Uh, as far as YouTube content, man, my bread and butter before I go to bed is conspiracy theories. That mm-hmm. is my jam. Okay, what's your favorite? Before you go, go to bed? Yes. Really? relaxes me. Like, oh my God, did the lizard people kill Princess Diana? Oh my God, please. Let me go to girl. sleep? Like, that's yes. so interesting. So, <laughs> what's, so fascinating. What's oh, the most all the believable crazy stuff one? Or, like, oh, the Illuminati, the Rothschilds. I'm like, just tell me, lay it on me, girl. Give me, gives me really good dreams. It's <laughs> um, so really, like- really funny. I knew, I know somebody that we used to work with, where I used to work with, who used to work with, who shall remain unnamed. Not that he will ever listen to this podcast, but he <laughs> told me one time that his wife likes to watch SVU before she goes to bed. Uh-huh. And I was like, Wait, your wife needs to watch sex crimes before she goes to sleep? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah. And I was like, That's some next level fucked up shit, man. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't even know how you would, you know, hopefully if you're in bed together, you're at some point going to have sex. How do you go from like, I'm a ballerina and the choreographer raped me to like, how you feel like getting down? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. But you know, to each his own, their yeah. own. So tell me about these conspiracy theories. Oh man, uh, who killed which... JFK? <laughs> Everyone. Uh, I don't know, just... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it was the uh, the Illuminati because he was too close to the truth about going to the actual moon, so they needed to shut him up before they could fake it. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's just it's been fantastic. Oh, it's beautiful. It's I love the imagination. It's so good. <laughs> no, it's just really cool. And then, like, of course, like, before, you know, COVID made it to the U.S., like, all those conspiracy theories about, like, oh, it was created so it could, like, calm down the, the Hong Kong protests. Which, yes, I can see that making sense. Sure. Uh, absolutely. But then, <clears throat> the scientists got, no, no, it has enough, you know, zootic DNA to prove that it came from an animal, so it wasn't right. Injured. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, Trump released it on purpose. It can scare the people into not voting and he can stay in power for another four years. Also makes sense. I can see the rap, you know, the threads also highly unlikely. Uh, <laughs> so it's just kind of crazy to, because that's my hobby, seeing all the dominoes fall in place after the fact and how people react to it. It's almost like self-fulfilling prophecies, which I find very interesting. Yeah, I mean the flat. There was that flat earther, who was like an amateur rocket scientist who died trying to prove that the Earth was flat by flying his rocket in the air. Oh Jesus! Recently, yeah. and uh, there was the the Fox Business News uh, Fox Business host 
who recently said that uh, on air said that uh, the the Democrats had created this uh, pandemic um, outcry so that uh, they could uh, restoke the fires of Trump's impeachment. She was fired, as it turns out. Um, Yeah. So I'm not I'm not watching the news. I can't do it. It's depressing. And. You know, like uh, I, I was talking to my friend Clint last night, who's playing poker with us, and Clint lives in New York City, and like a, a, like a couple of blocks away from him is a hospital, and they now have two refrigerator trucks out front of the hospital to store bodies in, because they don't have enough room in the morgue. Yep. And uh, apparently, New York hospitals have ordered like forty of them, because six hundred and thirty New Yorkers died today. Right, and I think that's the thing. It's like for. The the morgues can only maybe handle 40, 50 people, you know, on a good mm-hmm. So that's why they need the, the, the extra refrigerators and yes. the, the trucks. So it's just funny how, like, people panic over it, but it makes sense. So it's not – Oh, yeah. Like, it's, kind, it's a double-sided, you know, double-sided knife at this point. And depending on which side of the news you're w- w- wanting to listen – we have people that are very, very careless because, oh, it's just, you know, people are being overdramatic, not being careful, you know, throwing their care to the wind versus the people that are like hyper scared because right. they let the media on this other side of it, let them take control, which is really interesting to see that on both ends at the same time. Totally agree. I still can't I totally hear agree. Claudia, though. Is she still around? Can you hear me now? I mean, we can hear you. You're just not okay. saying anything. I'm listening. Okay. I think it's pretty. I'm. This is an audio format. Uh, <laughs> well, I am listening. So you need to it will not work. I'm listening. I just don't. <laughs> will... I don't want to talk over anybody too. We don't give a damn. All right, I will be. This is like a regular conversation. I will be interrupting <laughs> them. No, I'm kidding. Yes, you please interrupt. So I'm sure your your gigs have come to a stop. Oh right? my god. Yes. <laughs> so for call. those who don't know, Claudia is, uh, I will plug your music again because I adore it. Uh, Claudia is a trumpeter and singer <laughs> in, um, uh, in a brilliant all-female mariachi ensemble called Mariachi Las Alteñas. Did yes. I get that right? Yes, perfect. And again, I will say that they're so popular that I saw a lady in Whole Foods. This is going to sound like I go to Whole Foods a lot. I really don't go to Whole Foods. Sponsored by Whole Foods. Yeah, she just goes to Earth Burger a lot. I like Earth Burger too, but I also don't go there a lot. I'm not that white dude. I'm just not. (laughs) So, uh, but this lady in uh, the line behind me and my kid at at Whole Foods had a Mariachi Las Alteñas t-shirt on. And I was like, damn, you guys are famous. And so we actually convinced her to let us uh, take a picture of her so that we could send it to Claudia. So, yeah, but you have no gigs, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) Which is, like, it it sucks. Yeah. Um, Can't have gatherings of more than 10 people. And that's, like, a lot of what we do, you know. Um, Yes. Be with more than 10 people. And then if you invite us, that's at least, like, five people you're adding to your party of (laughs) whatever many people but um yeah with fiesta not happening and mother's day mother's day is like busy 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 for us uh fiesta mother's day uh father's day coming up also cinco de mayo um all of that's scratched so we are strictly social media right now um and that's that's actually my uh role in the group is uh like media and marketing um 
So I'm uh, got my gears going, trying to think of like creative ways to keep keep our <coughs> audience. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I guess you could do like a live concert. So we that did. Be a bad idea. We did an acapella the other day. Um, uh, I don't know if you've ever used like the acapella app, but it's basically no. just, it's so it's an app that's formatted. Uh, it gives you like the tools to add reverb and add like EQ, but um, you just oh, cool. collaborate with other people. Like you record your part, and there's a metronome that goes like in your ear while you're playing. Um, and you put the key that you're playing in, and you send it to the next person, and they add on top of it. So we got to do a little of that's that cool. uh, last week and this week. Um, yeah, it's just hard. Like same situation you're in, where you've got your whole family, everyone's working from home. Um, yeah. you know, trying to get everyone to do just one more thing, you know. It's uh, yeah, one thing I loved about I think the Altenas had a a promo out uh, that they released yesterday, and one of the things that they said really spoke to me, and it was just really great that I just had to share it was, you know, in this time, like it's an act of love to keep your distance, mm-hmm. and I, oh yeah, that is like those were really powerful words. I was like, man, like. There's a lot of us, you know, out there still trying to live our lives day to day, normal, you know, and that's selfish. You know, you go visit your parents, you go visit the the whatever, the the liquor stop or whatever. It's just like it's a bigger you might miss your parents, you might miss your loved ones if you're not living with them, but it is a well needed sacrifice to keep your distance from everybody because shit's crazy. And yeah. that was like it came from the heart, and I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, some deep stuff right here. So, like, I love them. Like, That's yeah. true. There was a lot right. of content that um, – because we're starting, like, a little vlog that we'll do every week or two weeks. Um, but I got a lot of, like, everyone was kind of saying that along the same lines of, like, yeah, it's an act of love. Like, we're stuck in the house so that we don't have to be stuck in the house later. Um, yeah. So, it's tricky. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh... – that's that's been like a couple weeks ago i kind of floated the idea to my sister-in-law i was like you know we've all been quarantined for a while we're we're okay you haven't been out you're okay why don't we come together for the weekend you know mm-hmm. and um i think i was just for me it was just fueled by needing to like get out of the house and rightfully she was like i just don't think it's a good idea and the more i thought about it i was like god that was a stupid idea john like you could have made a big mistake and i just i don't know i was just so fueled by needing to not be in the same place all the time you know what i mean but um i'm adjusting for sure i just um yeah i've been trying to keep the kids entertained as fucking tough man i mean i bought a trampoline which i swore i would never buy (laughs) because i'm afraid i'm afraid of them you know falling and getting hurt and you know the sort of worst nightmare of somebody getting paralyzed or something like that danielle's been asking for years and i was just like look like i'm i'm pretty open to everything but that's a hard no for me it's just a hard no it's just dangerous and um Sure, shit, I bought a trampoline like three days ago <laughs> that'll be here next week. Because I was like, they just, they don't have anything to do. You know what I mean? And they can't sit in front of the TV all day. We don't let that happen. And so 
I bought a trampoline. I ordered cookies from a place that I highly recommend in New York City called Duchess Bakery. Mm. And an old friend of mine that I used to work with as well, like a long time ago, who lives in Austin, sent me or showed pictures on his her Instagram. And they're filled cookies. I saw mm. you posted a picture of that. Oh, my God. That, that cookie that I showed is like black and purple and sparkly. And it's called the Galaxy Cookie. <laughs> and it's basically like a chocolate base. And then the inside is a ganache. Mm. And I ordered a churro cookie stuffed with filled with Nutella. That was unbelievable. And so I ordered them from New York and uh, they ship them to you. And then you put them in the oven for like seven minutes at 350. They were three ninety five a pop, which I guess for a cookie is a lot. But I think I ordered six cookies and it was like 20 bucks. And so just trying to keep them, you know, on their toes with different things. Yeah changing and whatever those cookies i highly recommend though if you want a little treat and they're like super decadent you eat one cookie and you're good you can't eat anymore um and i i tried really hard <laughs> um but uh trying to do stuff like that to you know just spice things up i guess and change things up uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um randomly though first gen um Started watching Fresh Prince of Bel Air, <laughs> and is obsessed, like fully obsessed with it, and that's been awesome because a couple of times a week we'll watch two or three episodes of Fresh Prince, and it just brings back all of these memories. Yeah. And uh, watching young Will Smith do his thing is a lot of fun. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh Oh, that sounded gross. I'm really sorry. That sounded really gross. I didn't hear it, so you did. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. So this podcast has been a nice sort of break yeah. from the bullshit. Dude, even the um, even last night was so much fun. I'm glad I got on because mm. I I really was like just feeling kind of out of it. Um, by the time I got on, but yeah. I'm glad that I got on and got to see like Bree and you, of course, and your friend was pretty funny too. Yeah. Well, what we did, Caesars, we we set up a like a WebEx call essentially. Uh-huh. So everybody was video conferencing and then we were playing poker online at the same time. So we were all talking to each other and looking at each other and playing poker. And I probably got my ass kicked <laughs> twice in a row. Um, yeah, I did not come But we, we played for we we played for five hours. Like, I went to bed at four o'clock in the morning. Dang. I'm so fucking tired <laughs> right now. Because <laughs> after after the last game we played was over, Bree was like, don't go. I'm still, I still have wine. And I was like, okay, I'll make another drink. And then we just started, like, watching music videos at the same time. So we would just be like, okay, put it at zero, three, two, one, go. And we would watch <laughs> a music video, which was kind of rad. <laughs> But then, like, uh, I may have eaten a piece of fried chicken at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yes. And, uh, like, 3.45 in the morning, and Danielle woke up because she wakes up to everything. It's so annoying. <laughs> I shut her door. Like, I shut the door to her bedroom, to our bedroom. Like, didn't turn the knob, but, like, you know, closed it all the way. And, like, very quietly opened her. Everything super quiet. And, like, the moment I got the box out, I turned around. I was like, what the fuck? Like, how are you here? <laughs> how did you hear this? She's like, I hear everything. I'm like, we need to get a bigger house then because this is ridiculous. 
And uh, yeah, I paid for it today. I wasn't hungover or anything. I was just exhausted. And uh, the whole day I was just like, could fall asleep at any moment. And um, yeah, we're not doing that shit tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to. Or so you think. I'm about to pour my second glass. Hey. I am I am drinking tequila right now. I'm not saying I'm not drinking. That's silly talk. Um, but uh, I'm not going to drink it until 4 o'clock in the morning like I did yesterday. <laughs> My friend Clint drank a liter and a half of Sangiovese wine last night. Oh, yeah, he was. And then, yeah, yeah, he was very drunk by the yeah. end of it. And he was like... And then one of our friends took ecstasy before the first game. Oh. <laughs> and so, like... 30 minutes before the game, he took ecstasy, and so then he was just, like, playing a DJ set in the background, and, like, like, (laughs) while he was playing, it was so crazy to watch. Like, I told him, I was like, I feel like I'm watching 21 Jump Street, and, like, the kids have taken those drugs, (laughs) and, like, we're watching the stages of you get super high, and it was nuts. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. I really enjoyed that. I think people... uh, we should do that more often. Like, we don't have to play poker, but just, like, big old web chats would be great. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Zoom still steals your information, sells your information, so maybe we're not using Zoom. Oh, yeah. Don't tell secrets. Like, I'm not going to give you my credit card number over Zoom, guys. It's fine. Why not? I don't want them to have it. I trust you. Yeah, but what about me? I trust you. I'll Apple cash you any day, brother. That's encrypted. <laughs> <laughs> You just sold that gym. Come on now. <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. Ooh, answer. As somebody who also has had many hats, right? Like done a bunch of different things, is interested in a bunch of different things. How does one go from biomedic- biomechanical engineering? Is that what it was? Uh, biochemistry and genetics. So not not what I just said. No, a little um, different, but science. I appreciate the effort. To gym ownership mm-hmm. and CrossFit gym ownership at that. Yeah. Um, to what you do now, which is not any of those things, and improv, like how, and improv, yes. <laughs> like how did we get here? Oh well, um, I don't know. I've always been a strong-willed or a very hard-headed child. So, like growing up, I always told my parents, uh, when I grew up, I wanted to be a mad scientist, hands down. Like, yeah, yeah. since I was four, like mad science is all I ever wanted to do. So that's what kind of got my um. My interest in science, like my first Christmas gift I remember asking about, asking for was a chemistry set, uh, which I didn't get. I was right. very upset. Um, so fucking imagine fucking young Ch- Sheldon. That was me. Uh, <laughs> really? No, no friends. Uh, total super smart teacher pet. Bullied a lot. That's my life. Um, but it was cool. It was worth it. Uh, and when got into genetics, actually, it was seventh grade. We were opening our biology books, and there was a picture of a glow-in-the-dark tobacco plant. And the caption read is, was that scientists were able to take firefly genes and fuse it with a tobacco plant to make it glow. That's like, so oh, that's cool. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I want to make glow-in-the-dark shit. <coughs> you know, middle school, seventh grader. Sure. Dark everything. I'm like, let's do this. So that kind of put me in the venue of geneticists. Um, then ninth grade... Uh, for fun, I was watching Nova on PBS, so shout out PBS. And shout out Nova, I love Nova. <laughs> yeah, and there was this really cool episode talking about HIV and AIDS, and they were talking about oh. how there's a certain population of like, I guess Icelandic, Swedish, Finnish, like that whole part of Europe that are 
carriers, but don't ever get their HIV carriers, but never develop AIDS. And the uh, really? the fun fact about that is that they are descendants of the Black Plague survivors because the bubonic mm. plague uses the same, oh, way, yeah. the same receptors to destroy the immune system that the HIV does. And so the descendants of those people have mutated T cells that don't allow them to get AIDS. So That's crazy. Yeah. And so that put me in that venue of genetics uh, to study <coughs> AIDS when I got to college. Uh, so then I went to college and I applied everywhere and I got accepted to MIT and Texas A&M University. Now, MIT... Two of those. Uh, one of those is not like the other, I would think. But... <laughs> right. Uh, the reason I chose A&M was because... Uh, A&M had the second best genetics programs in the nation, and I would get in-state really? tuition, and it was closer to home. Yeah. So, wow. So that's why I chose a &M. I actually, <laughs> I actually watched a 60 Minutes piece recently about a genetics lab that was using the HIV virus to to um, to um, eradicate. Um, uh, sickle cell anemia. Yeah. So and they've succeeded. Yep. So it's just really crazy to see how like one genetic mutation kind of can help you for other things. But the other downside is what, what does that affect down the line? Um, that was the reason why the, there was a Chinese scientist that made chimera babies in China. Right. And so that's why he got under fire. Cause like, yeah, you know, you're interested in a new gene set to a population that shouldn't have it. So it's that's a whole mess and a whole different story. But so I went to AM, uh, got my degree in biochemistry and genetics. And then oh man, this is this is great. I've been needing the I've been needing to be in your podcast for a while to talk about myself. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, I love this. So I graduated, did all that stuff, and then moved back to San Antonio to work in a food safety lab. So then I became a food scientist where I did Everything from like make sure that the food was ready to be sold and shipped, you know, quality control. We did the food label, so percent fat, percent uh, salts, protein, etc. So did all that analytical chemistry, and <coughs> it was a twenty-four hour lab. So at the time, I was working out, doing CrossFit, getting like all hyped up and ripped, and working out. And this was a twenty-four hour lab, and. I was salary. It was my first job out of college. I was salary. For like, I'm a big boy. I can, the world's mine. Well, it wasn't the best place to work at because they definitely take advantage of people there. Um, being salary in a 24 hour lab. So you never, you were never done until the job was finished kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so there was one day where all the managers were out and I was working by myself on a weekend shift, which was normal, but I ended up working no shit, a 26 hour shift. Ooh. Yeah, a day Good and God. two hours, I was, like, ready to burn the lab down, like, set something on fire and just walk out. Like, I was mad. And they're like, oh, well, thanks for your work, Caesar. Uh, we'll give you an extra day off to compensate. Like, this company got sued by the workers, and they're in big trouble because they would, like, literally work us to death. Um, <coughs> and so I'm enjoying my day off, and then I get a call. And like, hey, Caesar, can you come in? Somebody called out, and I was like, Literally, you gave me this day off because I worked 26 hours for you. So that was the breaking point. I was like, you know what? I don't want to work for anybody else. I want to 
do something business. I have money saved up. So I knew how to do CrossFit. I knew the scientific method behind, you know, muscle density and work to rest ratio to really get results. And so I applied that biochemistry to building bodies, healthy bodies, fit bodies, and opened up a CrossFit gym. That's awesome. So that was, That's that re- was the rabbit hole. This is why I love. This is why I love humans. Humans are so interesting. I wouldn't. I knew you had a gym. That's all I knew. <laughs> And I knew you did improv. That's it. And so these, I love conversations like this. It's so fascinating. So do you think you will, I know you're doing it via your home office. Do you think you'll ever go back into a lab setting or are you done so with that? So um, I did the gym. So I recently sold it. I was in business for six years. Um, Congratulations, by the way. Um, Sold it for a profit and it was just great. But uh, about three years in, I, well, okay, so after the first year, you know, young 26-year-old, everybody asks, hey, how's the gym? Are you making money? How are you doing? Gym, 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 gym. And I'm like, guys, there's more to me than just the gym. Like, talk to me about anything else, please. So one of my members, she got into improv, and she's like, hey, guys, come watch my show. have my big debut. So she invited the gym. We all went and supported. Um, I volunteered uh, because they asked for an audience volunteer every show. And I, I killed it because I was just being mean, but they thought I was funny. And at the end of the day, they asked me if I wanted to join. And I said, you know what? This will be good. It'll get me to talk about any, anything else other than the gym with people that I know. So that's what got me into improv comedy was the fact that I needed something else to talk about Caesar than just Caesar, the gym owner. Um, then... The year after that, I got bored, and so I was like, you know what? I need more stuff to do, so I went back to science and did cancer research for four years uh, here in town. So that was a lot of fun, and that's where I got a lot of my skill set to fight uh, to be safer on COVID because, you know, dealing with cancer cells, um, you don't want to get any of that on you ever So because they're, like, raw, they're fresh, they're highly reproductive, so just... Safety, safety, safety. Wash your hands. Make sure you don't touch gloves. Anything you touch, wipe down with everything. Let it sit there for 10 minutes with bleach. Make sure everything dies. So did that for four years. Then I got tired and bored of that. So then I applied to my current job that is in, you know, technology and computers. So that's um, where I am now. And I'm loving every day of my life. Yay. Hell yeah. <laughs> so. What a fascinating story. Thanks. This is, you know, I kind of had the same thing. I don't know if this ever happened to you, Claudia, because uh-huh. we're both musicians, yeah. or I'm, I'm sort of musician light, and you're a musician <laughs> proper. Um, but have, did you? Was there ever a point for you as a musician where it just became like, yo, I do other things, like, or has it always been like this is what I do, this is what I love, this is my everything. I don't want to do anything else. Um. I don't know. I, I guess it's kind of in both. It, it really, I feel like I wear, I wear a few different hats also like over the past, I've been in, in San Antonio for almost eight years. It's going on eight years. Um, but like, I, I, not that I don't like to talk about myself, but I try not to like draw attention to like all the different things I do. So like if I'm with my music people, we're talking about music. And if I'm with my like tech people we're talking about tech so yeah 
so it's always been a good you've always had a good balance I feel like it's been a good balance yeah um yeah yeah I feel I feel like it's been a good balance like people that I work with in tech know that I'm a musician so it's good but I don't always like super bring it up and then the people that I work with currently like as a musician well I guess they know that I do tech like I'm the fix it person so <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah for sure I was about to say don't tell me these people are not asking me to fix stuff <laughs> I don't mind and that's the thing is I, I no nah, I don't yeah, either try to be just chill about everything it's a cool job I have Cool you do have a cool job yeah. good for you no when i went to college for music when i got there and I, i've told this mm-hmm. before on the show i saw a dude named Rene barbera who at the time was called eric barbera who's a brilliant opera singer we had the same voice teacher we were both 18 both freshmen and he came in and sang this song called sound the alarm that has a high c in mm-hmm. it and i was like wait what like you could do that right now like and immediately i had like a crisis of self I was like, I have never, like, since I was probably 13, like, this music thing was the thing that I did. And in my place where I lived, I was better than most people. And then I showed up and it was like, oh, I am underprepared. Mm -hmm. I am underskilled. And I'm probably in the wrong place. And it took me a long time to get over the fact that I couldn't, I wasn't going to be that. And I think that's when I started to do like what you do, Caesar, which is kind of diversify my interests because I found the idea of being attached to only one thing really boring. Yeah. And so I didn't do well in school. I was not a good student. It turns out I had... I found out as a 30-year-old that I had wicked case of ADHD, so focusing was a big problem for me. But I really started my sort of interest in learning when I was like, you know, 26, when I was out of school and being interested in, mm-hmm. you know, various things. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've probably had every job under the sun. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, not a scientist. Shit. Uh, fun fact: My first job was actually a uh, like a waiter at a restaurant, but it was not a. Re- it was like at a retirement home for like uber wealthy people. So it was like one of their personal servers. Uh, they all have COVID nineteen, <laughs> by the way. I'm I mean, they've all been now. dead for at least ten years. They were all <laughs> old. Well, if they weren't, they got COVID. Yeah, I'm just saying. for sure. Yeah, that's been crazy. <laughs> uh, but that was that was that was my first job, just dealing with old people that were already dying. It was it was good times. Uh, super nice though. When I was four, when I was fourteen, I painted sidewalks for the military nice. for four dollars oh, and twenty five cents an hour. It was the it was a summer job. It was the worst <laughs> fucking job ever. Sure sounds like it. Nope. That's not true. Actually, I was a car salesman for three months. <laughs> that was the worst job. What, of all which time. uh, I don't know if you could say which kind of dealership. Oh yes. Oh, it doesn't exist anymore. We're good. Uh, Fiesta, nice. Fiesta, Lincoln, hey, Mercury, Asshole, Lincolns. And uh, no, it was fine. But I just uh, yeah, car salesmen are rough people. No, that was that was tough. It was tough. You're the original that like, was uh, uh, multi-level marketing <laughs> lady. Just, hey, hey, Frank, oh, come did, on over. Yo, oh, God. 
I did that shit too, bro. I worked for a company called Smart Circle, slinging coupons. Uh, I did that for advocate. Like, yeah, business to business. Yeah. It was awesome. the hustle, though. No, I do not respect. Uh, seriously, no shit. Like, I had a friend, quote-unquote friend, or my ex-girlfriend. Uh, he's like, hey, Caesar, I, I see you're into fitness. I'm like, yeah, girl, like, I own a gym for three years. What's up? And she's like, well, how would you like to sell? I'm like, oh, bitch, fuck off. Like, I was so mad. Like, we broke up. It had been five years later. She goes, hey, what's up? I hear you're into fitness. Like, yeah, I own a gym. Let me, would you like to be under my little, oh, I'm like, no, girl. Bye. No, God. So Yep, yep. I will never forget that job. It was the worst thing I have. Man, I say the worst thing. I've done a lot of shit jobs, guys. <laughs> before the, the before the last job where I worked there for over nine years, I never kept a job for over a year. I couldn't find myself. And our uh, the mm-hmm. company you guys work for that I used to work for really helped me figure all that out and uh, sort of hone my skills in certain ways that have got me to this current job. Um. And, uh, yeah, but before then, man, I worked at a, uh, overnight at a, uh, home for uh, disabled adults. That was terrible. Uh, watched a lot of <laughs> top gear while I was doing that. Um, and, uh, just a lot of really, really bad jobs. And, uh, Yay. yeah, I'm finally not broke. So the that's, dream. Really, that's really I'll cool. That. Okay. Clink. The dream. I know. Clink. I'm going <laughs> to to that too. Um, okay, so right. I want to, I'm going to keep this trend going. The last episode I did it and I want to do it on this one too. My favorite TV host of, or host of any kind of interviewer, I guess you should say, uh, was, uh, oh, James yeah. Lipton who hosted the show inside the actor studio. Yeah. And, uh, he recently passed away. And, uh, when we first started this podcast, James, when it was James and I, I always wanted to do this, but it kind of didn't fit in then. And I think I'm going to do a little bit of it now. So I'm going to ask you guys, alternate some questions here. Claudia, Ooh, what is favorite your favorite word? word? Um, serendipitous. Yes. I think I use it Ooh. kind of a lot too. Well, not a lot, but maybe like, I, I think I'm aware of when I use it, but I, that's a good yeah, word to use I, I, I knew of it because of like, there was a movie serendipity and then and then the it movie? really came to my attention we had a gig in new york we had a super cool gig it was for um ballroom marfa which is based out of marfa texas they're like the art uh uh we did a gig for them in manhattan yeah, yeah. um in 2016 and it was like ballroom marfa uh roberto cavalli uh present this whatever weird thing it was super cool Yes, I still have the program. It was it was super cool, great opportunity. But we went to Serendipity, like the the dessert place um, that's in the movie. We went there, and so I kind of I think started thinking about like what you know what is the meaning of that word and trying to like notice, um, yeah, or like trying to think when like what parts of my life would I consider serendipitous? And there's like a, a lot of big parts of my life that I feel like happened because of that um just like because of chance like interesting chance encounters um yeah like that's how I met Chris it was like by accident (laughs) here we are 10 years later (laughs) all right good work all right Caesar what is your least favorite word um I didn't think can can I have two or just yeah. So my least favorite word right now is uh, bulbous. 
it's it's like moist on steroids. It's not good. Oh, yeah. Girl, you got a bulbous. I know. I don't know. Yeah. I just imagine like warts and lumpy like growths. It's just, no thanks. You're welcome. So, it is fun to say that. John, what's your favorite word, John? Bulbous. Um. Yeah. Fantastic. That's a good one. Yeah. Caesar, what's the second one? No, is it I moist? like moist. Um. No. So, fun, oh, well, okay. also another hat. I'm ESL, so English is my second language. So there's a lot of English words I hate because they don't mm-hmm. make sense. But, but yes. the top of my list of those words is the word is the word iron. I did not learn how to say it properly until I was a junior in college. Did yes, you say iron? So that's how it's spelled. And it wasn't yes. until like I had a French professor say iron over and over again in my biochemistry class that I realized that the mistake was it's spelled iron, but it sounds like I earn money. Mm-hmm. Iron money. So yes. that's my other least favorite word is iron and oven for those reasons. That's that's a fair like not mistake. But that's, that's so a fair, funny. Like mispronunciation, I would say. <laughs> well, do they say iron in England? I don't think so. I don't. I, they don't say iron. That doesn't sound like a like a super anglicized way of saying things. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to ask my uncle. He's English. I'll ask him. <laughs> Caesar, what turns you Ooh, on? Easy brains, smart people. Mm. So yeah, nerdy, same. like like talk nerdy same. to me, and I am yours. With you, yeah. Um, For me, it's confidence. I would say what about you, Claudia? Confidence, like a good mixture of both. Yeah. Mm. yeah, or just like yeah. Yeah, I like somebody. I like somebody who you can mm-hmm. see in their walk that they believe in themselves. Um, uh, Claudia, what turns you off? Oh, lots of things. Where do I start? <laughs> um, uh, I would Whatever say, you what's, want. what's the word? Um, uh, close-mindedness, like the ability. Yeah, the ability to like yes. not consider Bigotry. someone else's point of view, like not give it a fair chance for maybe no logical, re- little to no logical reason. Yeah. All right, um, Caesar. Very similar vein, selfishness. Mm-hmm. Like mm. I have yelled at so many people, like in real life and on Facebook, when I see them partying or hanging out with each other, I'm like, "Bitch, like, stay away from each other." I know you're bored, Oof. but we're all in this together. It's Don't get so me started. Selfish. I am so triggered. Me, yeah. Yes. Me and Caesar message triggered. each other all the time Ugh. about people. We both know, like, there's a lot of people that we both know that are just out there spreading the virus, like, not, not, not like really spreading the virus, but like, yeah, I don't know. People just don't take it seriously. <coughs> and it, and, it, and it just comes down to like a little bit like the American way of thinking, like, you know, because of isolationism, like, oh, nothing can affect us here. We're mm-hmm. by ourselves. There's no crisscrossing everything. That I think just kind of spills over to now, like, oh, well, that's all the way in China, that's all the way in Italy. Yeah, I can't can touch never me. get here. I'm like, dick dong, bitch, airplanes <laughs> exist. So, that's right. Yeah, we're triggered. All right. Uh, <laughs> stupid mother, stupid motherfucker. Yeah. I totally get it. It pisses me off, too. 
Uh, what sound or noise um, do you love? I love Bobby? the sound of an orchestra tuning. Yeah, it's 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 like oh, that's the a good one. random, like everyone's going at their own pace before the organized part, you know? So, mm-hmm. love it. Yes. What about you, Caesar? What do you love? What noise Ooh. or sound do you love? Um... The ooh of uh, the pop of bubble wrap popping. <laughs> oh, all right. I hate that sound. So there you go. Um, Aww. I love the sound of my children playing oh, piano. Uh-huh. It makes me super happy because I never learned really well, <laughs> and I come from a family of pianists, and so I am lucky enough to have wow. my great grandmother's 1947 Steinway, and. My girls get to play that every day and watching them progress. Can I just say just your, your daughters, like I've seen you post uh, them, um, like videos of them singing or just playing and they're going to be freaking badass. And mm-hmm. like, they're already like, like we, oh, Chris thanks. and I talk a lot about like psychology of music. Like we'll notice like a baby is really on pitch and that's like a good sign. Like, and just like, you can see mm-hmm. that they have um their musical skills have been developing for a long time already so yeah well i appreciate that yeah it's a big de- it's a big deal in my house we were <laughs> my biggest worry was that they were gonna yeah, be down deaf nothing to so, fear there for sure <laughs> that shit don't fly in my house uh caesar what noise or love or noise or sound do you hate the oh man so there's a very specific noise that just drives me crazy and if you've never heard it, I'm sorry, but when people like grunt or make some kind of weird, like, uh, like mm, this comfort noise while eating, um, it drives me up. Oh, like they'll be eating. The, it's not like a mmm or like a enjoying. It's like a I can't breathe yes. and eat at the same time. Kind of huff or puff. It it kills me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Claudia. Uh, worst sounds. What's yours? Um... What do you hate? Uh, when my dogs are like licking themselves, <laughs> my big dog, and like you can hear it Ugh. from like they're like sorry, <laughs> they're, dogs like, <laughs> they're like under the bed. Oh it's, like, my god! Nasty stuff. I know exactly I know, what I you're talking to, like, about. I tell what? them no lickies. Yeah, That's what I, totally I tell them. They know you. they stop. Yeah, no lickies. They stop. <laughs> no lickies. Danielle tells me that sometimes too. <laughs> Uh, oh. I hate clapping. I love applause. Applause is different. I hate individuals clapping for no reason. It hits my eardrum that is a in a way that I can't thing. explain. Yeah. I hate it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> As a performer, applause the best thing. Oh, in the I world. have very loud claps. Clapping it. Indiv- oh man, that shit hits me oh, in gosh. my ear. Our friend Marcus Saylor has the <laughs> loudest clap in the history of mankind. And I would often look at him and go, do you have to do that? Like, it just <laughs> hurts. And he would just make it louder. Um, so I stopped. Uh, Claudia, what's your shite. favorite curse word? <laughs> it's like shit with the, the E. It's, That's yes, so good. It's, it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> I know. It's it. yes, in cursive. It's, yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Somebody has written quill. it with a with an ink pen. <laughs> That's right. With a quill, thank you. Caesar, what's your favorite person? Oh, I love, I love you. you. 
That's that's it's just the best. It hits the best. Except mine is motherfucker because motherfucker is, well, fuck in general <laughs> is my favorite. Fuck is just so perfect of a word. Anyway, uh, Caesar, uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, Jesus. So fuck. I've done everything I've wanted so far. So we've got scientist. We've got uh, techie guy. We've got business owner. We've got actor. We've got comedian. So I think the next. <laughs> You're trying to be a porn now? Like, what's next? Been porn? there, done that. That was my early 20s. So no shame. We're no good shame. on that. All right. All right. I respect uh, no it. None, none at all. So I would probably say uh, uh, what, content creator or influencer. That'd be the next fun yeah. one. Good for you. Um, you should do that anyway. What about you, Claudia? I would, if I had to choose another occupation and like actually be kind of good at it, I think I would be a filmmaker. Yeah, that's like my second calling. Nice. Yeah, that is a profession I do not understand. I don't. I mean, I understand what they do, but the the it's impressive to me to watch the idea of somebody building a story like that. It's incredible. All right, what profession <gasps> other okay, than yours so would you not like to attend? I Claudia? don't think that I would really like to teach music, um, like, like full-time, because I give piano lessons. Like, that's my, oh, yeah. like, fourth side gig that I have right now. Um, but Chris is a band teacher, and my first mm-hmm. job, um, I worked at a, uh, I think it was nonprofit, but a, like, cultural center. Um, that's where I learned to like be a mariachi and they brought me on when I was in high school, um, to teach littler kids music theory. And I, yeah. And, um, just like reading notes Uh -uh. and and time and, you know, and yeah, exactly. So from then I knew I wanted to be in music because my degrees in music composition and technology. Um, but I knew I did not want to Uh be a music educator and I love, I love those who can do it. Um, yeah but yeah <laughs> i'm with you i i yeah. took one observation class in college was like oh fuck this <laughs> like not at all i don't like kids so it's not gonna work for me uh caesar what about you um i wouldn't want the job like anything in the funeral business i think i i'm too much yeah. of an empath oh, um yeah. i wouldn't be mm-hmm. i would not be okay telling either seeing people suffer like that like a hospice worker, yeah. uh, anything like that. Uh-uh. I don't want first, first death things. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever want to work behind a counter um, oh, where yeah. people have to come in and pay their taxes. No thanks. Um, all right, uh, the last one, um, Claudia. If heaven exists, <laughs> what would you like to hear God um... say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, God. <laughs> that was a deep question. That took, like, a deep turn. Uh, what would I want him to hear him say? Or, like... Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess just, like, this is it. Like, to know that there's, like, nothing else, you know? Like, I guess some kind of assurance that, like, this is it. Like, everything's cool. Everything's cool from here on. Okay. What about you, Caesar? Um, <coughs> you did okay. That's a good one. There you go. 
Uh, Mine would be congratulations. Uh, you get to do it again. Redo. <laughs> I'm gonna add one in. What's your favorite movie theme <laughs> song? So theme musical theme from a movie. Uh, nice. What about you, Caesar? Uh, miles from the movie White Chicks. <laughs> Making my way downtown. Walking. I. <laughs> fucking love you. Like I just, if I could give you a physical hug right now, I might not let go. I just, you're so yeah. Um, Claudia, what about yours? You had a lot to live I up have. I have a lot of like film music that I really like. Um, but because this was like my mm-hmm. mom's favorite musical, was my well, my mom's favorite musical was Grease, and I recently rewatched it after like being so. I, I watched it a long, long time ago. The songs, they're 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 they're, <coughs> they're old, but like, yeah, I I don't know, I really like. They're, um, yeah, they're awful. Uh, I don't know. I think just the collection of songs from Greece for me, it's like nostalgic more than anything. So sure, I get it. Oh, mine is Jurassic Park's theme. I just, I'm, I just, yeah. I will never tire of that. It is. Yeah. It's just so, so, so beautiful. All right, guys. Wow. Well, 73 minutes in. Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt like nothing, right? I love you for doing this. I just realized 73 minutes in that I told our friend <laughs> Roman that he was going to be on, too. And I forgot to call him. Hi, Roman. So uh, well, we're we let Roman have his, we're gonna let Roman have his own episode. Didn't let him talk. It's fine. Yeah. Now you can Roman, talk Roman you're tomorrow or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I love you guys. Yes. I can't wait to see soon. you again and, uh, and have a cocktail and uh, Caesar play poker I'll, with I'll us. I'll pick it up and um, I'll take your Yay. fake money. Indeed. Yeah. Love you. Thanks for having right, us I love on. you guys. Have a wonderful night. Thanks All for right, doing it. See you next time.